There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters, real talk and lols. I'm your host, podcaster Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me. On the show, it's the start of our self-love diaries, a little pep talk, if you like. Here at the Self-Love Club, we are very focused on learning about how we can up our self-love and self-care game together. And this episode will teach you ways you can build your confidence, how to spend quality time with yourself, and also tips for doing things like traveling on your own or moving cities or countries on your own. I'll give you my insights into trips I've done on my own, some tips and ways you can go about it. If this is something you're looking at doing as the borders are opening up and the world truly is your oyster. Let's get into our self-love diaries. Let me tell you, this is a difference between wanting to spend time with your friends. Of course, I mean, hello, we all crave connection. It's not about avoiding people and you know, not spending quality time with people, but learning to enjoy that quality time on your own, especially if you're someone who finds spending time on your own really hard. You just don't enjoy your own company and you're constantly wanting to be with other people to distract yourself from yourself, if that makes sense. Now, a State of Women's Wellness Survey found that 42% of millennials are more afraid of being alone than getting a bad medical diagnosis. It doesn't help that in society, women in particular are looked down on for being alone. You know, the shaming, the trying to place you, etc. All the things of, oh, do you have a boyfriend yet? I remember even last year before I'd met my boyfriend, I was at a dinner and people were, they were freaking out because, I mean, how old are you? You're single? You don't have children? You don't have a boyfriend? You know, trying to place you and, and asking, oh, where are your kids, you know, when you've been at certain things? And it's, I mean, it's not okay. I, don't, I think that stuff needs to stop in society. But it's something I think women especially ashamed if you are spending time on your own or you don't have a partner. That's a whole other topic for another time. When you're younger, I think you definitely feel pressure and you want to be doing things. You know, going to parties, the thought of spending a Saturday night alone. I mean, hello, I remember those nights where it was, you know, texting everyone, see what everyone was up to. You had to do something. The thought of spending a Saturday night on in your own at home? No way. I mean, the FOMO was real, right? Why is it important to learn to enjoy your own company? Now, people bang on about your relationship with yourself being the most important one you'll ever have. I know it sounds a little bit cliche, but it's true. You are going to spend a lot of time with yourself your whole life. So it helps if you actually like yourself and can enjoy your company. I understand that spending time on your own can be really hard. It can make you think about things, get in your head, think about what you don't like about yourself. It can feel isolating. And it's important to get that balance of spending time with your friends, your family, people who lift you up and make you feel really good about yourself. But at the same time, having quality time by yourself, doing things by yourself. It can be a time of self-discovery, working out, 
what do you actually enjoy doing? Working this out can make you enjoy spending time on your own. It can, you know, make it not such a scary thing like, oh, I'm on my own, I'm freaking out. Because I think so many of us can relate to that feeling, especially if you have anxiety. You know, you find that being on your own can make you think about things and you sort of want to be with people because it makes you feel better. I completely understand that. What do you enjoy doing? What shows do you like watching? You know, spending time on your own doesn't need to be boring. It doesn't need to be mundane things. I mean, hello, we all have to clean. We have to do our washing. Personally, I actually quite enjoy those times. Even though it's admin, I know I get a little bit annoyed that, you know, dust grows back, grows back, comes back, however often. But things like that, you know, you can put a podcast in, listen to your favorite music, get in your zone. I often get hyper-focused. You know, the other day I gave my house a really good thorough vacuum and it made me feel really good. But aside from cleaning, I mean, hello, we've got some good hobbies. Do you like going for walks? Do you like or live by the beach? Maybe you like going to the beach. Maybe taking yourself to a workout class. Doing these things on your own doesn't actually have to be on your own. I mean, you could go to a Pilates class or, you know, there's other people around you, but it's something you can do. And plenty of people go to classes on their own. You don't have to go with a friend. If spending time on your own is something you struggle with, maybe you're sitting there going, well, how do I do that? Here's some tips on how you can overcome it. Start small, okay? You want to start really small. And again, I want to stress, this is not about isolating you from people. It's really important that you spend time with really good people. And I think that learning to enjoy your own time actually makes you value yourself more so that when you do spend time with other people, you're probably a little bit fussier about the quality of people you're hanging out with in terms of, do they make you feel good? You know, are they putting you down? Are they saying horrible things to you? Because those are the sort of people you don't want to be around. I'm sure you've got some beautiful friends and you've got some amazing people you'll still yet to meet. So start small. Maybe it's going to get a coffee on your own. One of my favorite things I would do for a long time as I was getting used to my own company a bit more was going for a walk. If you live by a beach or a park or somewhere pretty, you walk through the city, get a coffee and go for a walk, listen to a podcast. Maybe it's really sunny, you're getting some sunshine, some fresh air, you're feeling good, you're learning something. I actually really like going shopping on my own. Of course you love going shopping with your friends, but if anyone's gone shopping with their boyfriend, I feel like you're a lot of the time worried that they're gonna, you know, they're having to wait for me or I'm taking a bit of time. I love going shopping on my own because I can zone out. I know what I like. I can have a little potter, a little look around. And I especially like going shopping or going for little wanders around <laughs> through a city on my own when I'm traveling. Recently, my partner and I went to Melbourne and had a beautiful trip there. And while we did so much stuff together, saw my family as well, there were a couple of afternoons where I went shopping on my own. It's my, I swear, it's one of my self-care things. I just, I didn't particularly buy a lot, but I had a look in this amazing bookshop. I went into one of the Zara's over there, which is, they have way better stock, but again, don't wanna get on that tangent. And just really took it all in and, and you can listen to music or see what's around you. And I particularly, I'll get to this soon, traveling on your own or spending time on your own while you're traveling. This is something I really enjoyed doing overseas as well. Just wandering and exploring and seeing things. And if you're not having to talk to somebody, you can actually take it in a lot more. And it's really special time. Now, this may sound a bit scary to some people, but you could always try spending a night in on your own. And I get it, especially if you're at the age where you're always going out, you've got to be with your friends, your social life is popping. 
But you know what? So many people spend time at home on their own. I don't know if now on social media we're seeing that more, but I feel like previously you wouldn't know because no one talked about it, no one shared it, and they maybe felt like a bit of a loser for spending a night at home on their own. But it's actually really good for you, especially if you're tired or you don't really feel like going out or there isn't much on. doesn't mean you have to sit there being bored. You could do a little pamper session, you could have a bath, you could do a face mask, do your skincare, put on your favorite show, a movie you love, something you've wanted to watch for ages. You could read a book, you could get all your favorite snacks, treat yourself to a delicious dinner. And you can even do this with friends as well. You don't have to do this on your own, but I think if you're able to make your own time, your quality time more enjoyable, doing special things for yourself, that self-care that gives back to you, you are going to enjoy spending time on your own even more. And before you know it, it's going to be this thing. What do they say? It's like a habit, right? Practice makes perfect. The more you do something, the more you'll get into it. And then you'll look forward to having these nights on your own or you know, spending time doing something for yourself on your own. It'll become the special thing that fills your cup. And it doesn't have to be really fancy things. Again, it could be watching something at home making your favorite dinner, painting your own nails, anything like that, anything that fills your cup, working out what you like doing and making that quality time for yourself is going to make that time so special for you and you're going to look forward to being able to doing it. And of course, there's so many other things you can do on your own. That's just a few examples of things that I've found really good and they're easy things that you can definitely do on your own and not feel too out of place while you're doing them. I mean, if you're really brave, you could definitely go for, I mean, lunch is not even a brave thing. I feel like lunch is different because you can go sit in a cafe with your laptop, right? Do your work. That's standard. I know going to dinner on your own probably is a bit more scary. I probably wouldn't do that so much at home, but if I had to, of course I would. I mean, hello, I love food and I'm not going to miss out just because I'm not with somebody. Still to come, tips to overcome your fear of spending time on your own. What are some ideas, things you can start doing to work on this? If you're planning on moving cities or countries or going traveling, I share my experiences of doing this and tips for solo travel. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So if spending time on your own is something you're not very good at or you don't like doing it because it makes you feel anxious or you don't like your own thoughts and, and you don't like how it feels, it is something that perhaps softly you might want to work on, whether that's speaking to someone about it, maybe doing a bit of therapy or if you're really struggling with some intrusive thoughts, please seek professional help, but doing things that make you feel good about yourself. And if you don't know what things you enjoy doing on your own, there can be little things you can do throughout your day. It doesn't need to be big, full-on fancy things. Maybe journaling is something you like doing or maybe you haven't tried. I love writing. I am a writer, but I find I don't journal a lot. So sometimes just writing down how you're feeling might help, but it might be a good way for you to work out what you like doing and what things 
fill your cup. And we will go on to this in a future episode, how to create your own self-care routine and why self-care is so important. Is it doing a workout? Is it going for a walk and getting a coffee and going to the beach and watching a sunset, a sunrise? Is it having a bath? Is it buying a beautiful candle and having a self-care evening, a bit of pampering, you know, get a face mask? Are there shows that you loved watching when you were a kid that make you feel really nostalgic? Movies you like? Hello, any Hilary Duff movie, right? (laughs) Maybe if you don't like spending time on your own, it's doing things that make you feel good and make you feel comforted and that'll give you more confidence and make it a pleasant experience of you spending time on your own and you'll grow to enjoy it. It could be picking up a new hobby. Maybe you love painting or you like being creative, but really think about what you enjoy doing Are you spending quality time with yourself? I know our lives are busy and often it's a hustle of getting up, going to work, feeding yourself, spending time with your friends, all the things. It's so hard, you know, doing all the things, but there's definitely time you can do things for yourself. And filling your cup is so important, especially when you're spending time around other people. A lot of us recharge. You may, you may be someone that recharges being around people, but I know for sure that I recharge being on my own and I need a lot of time on my own. I can tell you as someone who hated and did not like their own company, you will get to a place and you can get to a place where you do actually enjoy it. It's about building confidence and it is something that you can build over time by doing these things and being brave enough to do these things on your own and not feeling silly about it, not feeling silly for booking a trip and, you know, maybe you're going on a tour or you're going to meet some people or you're going to spend some time on your own. Don't feel ashamed of that. There is nothing to be ashamed of. And I think, unfortunately, those are a lot of social norms or social expectations that, oh, why are you doing that on your own? There is nothing wrong with doing things on your own. You don't need to sit at home and miss out on life. I mean, hello, we love sitting at home as well. Just because you're on your own. Something I felt really passionate over the years and I found really rewarding as well while I've been doing the self-love club is showing people that you don't need to wait to have a relationship to do fun things. You can do them now. In fact, why should you miss out on doing the things you want to do? My theory is that you do them all now and then when you do meet someone, you can do even more things. Plus, someone who goes out there and does what they want is confident and go and, you know, it's very attractive people who are living their life, living their best life, so to speak, and doing things that make them happy. I remember a few years ago going for walks on my own over summer, you know, being away, maybe visiting friends and seeing couples and families and wondering when or if that would ever be me. I was craving that connection in a happy, romantic relationship. And you see photos on social media of couples doing things together. And I really wanted that. But then I started doing more travel. And I had this habit, I don't want to call it a toxic trait because hello, my toxic trait is, it's actually quite healthy, but my toxic trait was, you know, when after a breakup, we might do something big, like change our hair, change our look. Some people might buy a new car. I've heard of friends that, you know, whenever they'd go through a big change, right, I'm going to go buy a new car, change my car, change something up. I would book a trip. This was my way of getting over a breakup. And I I mean, it was a, personally, it was a great way. I absolutely loved it. I had some amazing trips. There's something about getting away that made me feel so free and definitely gave me something to look forward to, which I think you should have regardless of what's going on, right? You always need something to look forward to, to work towards and enjoy. And by doing this, I was able to meet new people, discover new places, cultures, 
It really fed my soul. Some of my happiest memories have been traveling and in particular, some of the times where I was on my own during that travel. Just because you are single, you're on your own, your friends are coupled up, they're doing their things, you want to do your things, or maybe it's not working out that you can, you know, make this girl's trip happen at the same time. Everyone's lives are different and everyone's got different amounts of leave time and when they can do things right. You can still book that trip. And here are some of my tips for solo travel. Now, you don't have to go completely on your own. You can if you want, but there are ways to travel as a solo traveler with people. I would really recommend, and I've done multiples of these, booking a tour, like a top deck or a Kentucky. It's a really fun way to travel. It's actually quite an affordable way to travel as well. And it's a really great way to see different places and see the best of a place. My favorite one I've ever done was in Thailand and we did an island hopper. We went through throughout islands and it was honestly the most amazing trip. I did have the best time. I had the best roommate who I'm still friends with now, Lauren, who lives in Melbourne. Shout out Lauren if you're listening. I also may have had a bit of a romance on that trip as well, which was magical and I just made the best friends. They were, it made me laugh and I, it was sunny and it was warm and we just had the best time. I flew into Thailand, into Koh Samui. We did a bit of a trip there. Then we island hopped around Copenhagen, Koh Tao. At the end of our trip, this is what I would do a lot with my solo travel. I really wanted to go to Pipi, Pipi Islands. And that was something I did on my own after I had done the top deck trip. So a way to travel, you can do a tour. And then if there's somewhere you really want to go, I just seen these photos of this place and was like, is it part of where the movie The Beach was filmed? Anyway, so then at the end of our tour, I was very emotional. I'd had a big time. I was saying goodbye to this guy that I'd had the most amazing week with and um, going off on my own. I flew to Phuket, stayed at a hotel there. Actually, kind of a funny story looking back now. I'm the kind of person that when I start crying, sometimes I can't stop. I think I was just really tired and I've learned more about myself now after being diagnosed with ADHD. Emotional regulation is something that people with ADHD can struggle with. So if I get upset, I'll be really upset. And I think I was just super tired after the most fun, magical week. You know, we were getting up really early in the morning, having these action-packed fun days. Then we'd be awake late at night doing fun things. And then the next morning up early. So I was just really tired. So when I'm tired, you know what it's like when you're tired. The tears just keep flowing. I arrived at the hotel I was staying at and the sweetest lady checked me in and took me up to my room. And because I I wasn't full on bawling anymore, but the, the tears just wouldn't stop stop streaming it's like I couldn't turn that tap off and so she was a bit worried about me she's like are you okay and I was like yeah I'm okay I'll be all right part of solo travel especially in places like Thailand Bali you can lap up daily massages if you so please so then I would go I went down that night and got a massage it made me feel a lot better had a good sleep woke up the next morning and caught the ferry down to PP I stayed in a villa in this beautiful place. It was honestly like Eat, Pray, Love styles. You know, this beautiful little villa and stayed there for about, I think it was like four nights on my own, maybe five days. That was really nice. I like spending time on my own and I just had all the social time. Of course, I would love to have spent that with somebody else, but I have this theory that I'm not gonna miss out just because I don't have someone at that time to spend all the time with. And it was really beautiful. I snorkeled these beautiful locals took me out on their boat and, and I had a magical time but that was one of my trips I did on my own and I remember at the time sharing it on social media and people telling me you know you've inspired me you've made me feel okay to I've got, I'm gonna book a trip definitely look into these tours because there's people just like you 
who are same age to you, probably have similar interests from all over the world. A lot of them, you know, New Zealand might be a lot of Aussies on your trip, depending on who's coming, um, where in the world it is. You can do them all over the world. And this is, there's so many companies that do them, but I would really recommend doing that if you are looking at booking a trip, you're wanting to try solo travel, this is probably a good option for you. And like I said, it can be quite an affordable way to travel as well because they book your accommodation. And now that was one of my trips I did on my own. Another big trip, which I have shared on social media, I think I'll make some reels of some of these trips to show you what I did. I know on my website, which I'll leave uh, the link in my show notes for this, I did write travel blogs, sort of outlining exactly what I did if you're going to some of these places and you want to know where to go. I, so my next trip I went on was a pretty special one because I hadn't been to Europe before and so I really wanted to go to Croatia, I wanted to go to Greece and at the end I was going to go to London, see some of my friends and the Spice Girls happened to be playing at Wembley. I mean hello of course we're going. So my friend and I booked tickets which was to get them was magical I did use a travel agent. People might call you a boomer for doing that, but personally, these people are amazing. The experts and the one I used was so great. I booked multiple trips with her and she just had so much knowledge, was able to get me good deals. First, I went to Croatia. I did my first really long haul 18 hour flight, went to Split, and then I went down to this national park on the bus. It was honestly beautiful. I'd always wanted to go there. I just had it screenshotted on my phone, so I went there came back to split and then I did a top deck which I actually worked on so I was doing content creation on this trip but also obviously went on it as well and stayed on this boat it was like a sail and we sailed around different parts of Croatia this was really cool however my group wasn't as friendly and as nice as my last group which can really make a difference then I flew to Greece and went to Santorini and Mykonos this was on my own and this was for about four nights perhaps and first went to Mykonos. I'd been really tired. Obviously, it was a big trip, bit of partying, but I'd also had chronic fatigue that year before my trip. So after a big week, and also I was working on it, creating a lot of content, I was pretty tired. So just enjoyed some chill time. Oh my gosh, Greece is amazing. I can't wait to go back and go to more of the islands. The people are so nice. The food is delicious. It is so warm. It is so beautiful. Probably my favorite place I've been to. Then I caught a ferry. Honestly, there's these big ferries you go on. And like, it looks like you feel like your cattle just all walking on with your suitcases. And I remember on this ferry to Santorini from Mykonos. And this happened a few times throughout my trip because like I said, I wasn't always on my own, but there were parts I would do on my own because because hello, I've flown all this way. I want to go to Greece, so I'm going to go. But I remember this lady who was sitting near me on this ferry saying to me that, oh, you're very brave. You're very brave doing this on your own. Yeah, maybe I was. I don't know. I just didn't really think about it so much. I do remember my dad actually saying to me before I flew to Europe, and I was feeling a little bit nervous before I went away. And he told me he was really proud of me that most people wouldn't do something like that. But yeah, so anyway, we went. I went to Santorini. We went, hello, me, myself and I. Went to Santorini and oh my gosh, Santorini, oh, heaven on earth, honestly. It is the honeymoon capital of the world, I would say. I was surrounded by people, couples, on their honeymoons, all loved up. And you know what? I didn't even give a shit. I didn't feel lonely. I didn't feel sad. I just felt so happy to be having naps in this beautiful picturesque scenery, reading my book, 
swimming, eating delicious food. Oh, it was absolute heaven. And the funny thing is, this is often happens when you do travel on your own, is you'll randomly bump into someone or someone that you know may be in the same place at the same time. My neighbor from growing up next to my grandparents, Louise, her and her friend, who I remember from growing up as well, they were living in London and they messaged me oh my gosh, we're in Greece too. And they happen to be going to the exact same place on the exact same night. It's in Santorini. It's a place called Ea, just up from there. And it's a beautiful spot to watch the sunset. If you're going to Santorini, you need to go there and watch the sunset. It is honestly magical. So we decided to meet up. We happen to be going there the same night. This is what I mean. When you're doing travel and doing things on your own, you'll often know people even on the other side of the world. It ha it's happened to me multiple times, which is kind of weird, but awesome. We booked the spot at this rooftop. We watched the sunset, honestly, beautiful. We drank goblets of red wine, honestly, oh, amazing. We had this beautiful Greek banquet. The one thing that stands out to me was this uh, watermelon and halloumi had like a balsamic glaze and it was just oh, chef's kiss delicious was pretty hungover the next day and had to fly to London but that aside was amazing I flew to London uh, stayed with some of my friends there went to the Spice Girls saw some family and again that trip was very much I was with people I was with friends so you can book these trips where you're spending time on your own you're doing a tour you might go somewhere else on your own. Someone on that trip may be going to the same place as you. You may make a friend on a tour and then they're going to be in the same place as you as well. And I don't think you should miss out on experiences in life because you are going to be on your own. Of course, you've got to be really safe. That's so important and you need to be really careful. If you would like some tricks and tips on how to stay safe when you're traveling on your own perhaps I can go into detail on this in another episode you don't want to go out and do silly drunk girl things when you're traveling alone people might not know where you are you always need to be a bit safe and you know save that carry on for home everyone's situation is different and maybe you are going to do a different course or you have to move cities or you want to move cities going to university and no one else is going to that one from where you are. You need to be brave and do what you want in this life. I guess I, in some ways, I mean, I've always been a very independent person, but I got a taste of this fairly early on when I knew I wanted to go to broadcasting school and I got into the one in Christchurch. I lived near Wellington. No one I knew was going there. I didn't really know people in Christchurch. And I went anyway. And yeah, it was a bit scary. And yeah, I got a bit homesick at times. But then before I know it, I got used to it. I had a really good time. And because of that, I was able to step into jobs which have essentially helped me along my career. So, you know, you've really got to think about what you want in your life. And we can go through another exercise and another episode of working out what it is you what you want. And because it's okay if you don't know. But you shouldn't stop doing the things you want to do just because your friends and other people around you aren't doing them as well. I mean, of course, we all see the movies where two girlfriends move to the same city, they move to LA, they have the best time in New York and they do it together. Of course, like we all want to do that. But just because no one's going there doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. So I guess my tips to you, if that's the situation you're in, you want to go study somewhere or you want to move cities, do it. I've moved cities so many times now. I moved to Christchurch. I got my first radio job in Palmerston North. What up, Manawatu? And then I went to Mount Monganui, went to Melbourne on my own. 
then I came back to Auckland where I've been for quite a long time. All these times I moved on my own and because I had practice from when I was 18, I think it just was one of those things that I really wanted this career, I was really passionate, this was my dream, so I would just do it. And I understand how scary it is to move places. Most of those places I moved to, I didn't know anybody. I think when you're younger, in some ways it is easier to make friends. And I know it can be hard to make friends, especially when everyone's already got their friend group. Some places can be quite clicky. But a few tips on this is whether it's at your course, at your job, could be joining a gym or a group or finding like-minded people. I think the online space could be really helpful with this as well. I think it's one of those things that you build confidence by doing it. And it can be really scary, but you'll be rewarded from doing these things. And it doesn't have to be forever that you're on your own, so to speak. Because before you know it, you'll be settling into that new life. You can always go home. You can make new friends, meet new people. That's all we've got time for. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Club. We really appreciate it. And please subscribe if you haven't already and select automatic downloads. You can leave us a five-star rating. And if you enjoy listening, please take a few seconds and maybe a minute to write us a kind review. This is a really helpful way to support us and help other people find the Self Love Club. You know, just share the self-love message. Find us and follow at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at Belle Crawford and Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok. All the details are in the show notes. I'll catch you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.